Hello there, welcome to episode 35 of Nevermind the Bullens. My name's Mike Peters, this is your bite-sized Everton podcast and vodcast. Uh, we've got a special guest host uh, today who may make an appearance at some point later on. This works better if you're watching the vodcast, to be fair, uh, because uh, I've got Ted the Cat on my lap who may literally pop up from being sat on me uh, yes it, it completes the Blofeld metaphor you know bald head and cat on your lap but anyway um, lots and lots to be positive about I think in uh, in this episode obviously uh, a sizable break between Dodgers Everton games but these uh, last two podcasts after the Wolves game with the, the Villa game being postponed because of the uh, pretty epic Covid outbreak at Bodymore Heath but um, that could work well for us later in the season when we've got players uh, fit who knows we might have a few extra bodies in the squad the extra players fit who've been out for a while Jean-Philippe Gabamin who the hell knows uh, but also as we've seen before you know breaks can actually uh, work against you as well as we saw in the break between uh, the games over Christmas uh, and what happened in the West Ham game as a result of the uh, the, the Man City game being uh, postponed um, nonetheless thoroughly professional performance last night against uh, against Sheffield Wednesday in the Cup uh, lovely to see in the build up if you get a chance to go and watch it if you, if you didn't see it um, Thanks to our Simon for, for telling me about this, actually, because I, I didn't see it either at the time. I've been back and watched it since. Uh, a feature on the 1966 FA Cup final between, obviously, ourselves and Sheffield Wednesday on Football Focus, featuring some lovely colour footage uh, of uh, of Wembley. Uh, Mike Trebilco, Derek Temple, uh, Jimmy Gabriel, Brian LeBone, of course, Gordon West. Uh, lovely to see that. No mention of Trebilco or, the, of course, of the legend of the game, the true uh, you know star of the game, the man of the match, Eddie Kavanagh. Uh, you know, as much enshrined in Everton folklore as Kendall Ball and Harvey, to be fair. Uh, but still, lovely to see that. Um, so get a chance if you do get a chance it's right at the end of the show the uh, last five minutes ago and have a little watch of that on the iPlayer if you can on Football Focus uh, but great to see Dominic Calvert-Lewin back in the goals uh, he's now the first Englishman to have scored 15 plus goals in consecutive seasons since Tony Cotty for Everton so there you go um, thank you to EFC Stato for that one that's a cracking stat uh, we'll get back into uh, EFC Stato later on when we mentioned the two debutants last night but it was lovely to see you know it was a chance to rotate the squad yes we had a number of players missing but still put out a real Really, really uh, strong lineup and a team that did the job thoroughly uh, professionally. Um, obviously, Sheffield Wednesday's first visit to Goodison in over 20 years, and I remember some of them in the 90s were absolutely awful games where we got thoroughly whomped. Uh, <coughs> So, um, yes, it was nice to see us actually get a win at Goodison against them. Obviously, we did beat them last year in the uh, in the Carabao Cup at Hillsborough, which was uh, uh, an interesting performance. I was there that night trying to negotiate my way back to Snake Pass uh, after the game was um, interesting. But nonetheless, great to see Dominic Calvert-Lewin and particularly Richarlison back in the goals as well. Um, probably that one that Dom needs and he'll be back on a run now. You'll probably see him, hopefully, we'll see him score over the course of, of the next few weeks. And it's a big couple of weeks uh, coming up for us as well, which we'll uh, discuss in just a sec. Uh, great to see Hammers getting a couple of assists. I mean, you know, carbon copies the second and third goals, uh, really um, in terms of corners in and just out-muscling them, out you know, out-jumping uh, the Sheffield Wednesday defence. Richie and uh, Yeri Mina getting on the score sheet, which is great to see as well. Also, particularly brilliant to see Andre Gomez getting another assist after the uh, assist he put in for Michael Keane, uh, Michael Keane's winner at Wolves. And if we can get Andre Gomez playing to even 70% of the player that we know he's capable of. It'll be like a new signing because he's been somewhat on the periphery, particularly over the last few weeks, wasn't really at it in the early weeks of the season when obviously he was being carried a bit because we were playing so well as a team that it was kind of covering up for his shortcomings. But lovely to see him really with the bit between his teeth and starting to starting to show glimpses of that player that we that we've that we've signed. Um obviously 
the sort of lovely th- touch at the end of it because the game was so um, you know we were outside after an hour weren't we that Don could come off um, rest himself before Leicester uh, on Wednesday night and Tyler Onyango and Thierry Small uh, coming on and um, I have to be honest I'd never even heard of Thierry Small before last night before it was sort of rumoured in the build up that he might be in the squad um, so you know it's been lovely to sort of find out some information about him that he's the nephew of former Div- Aston Villa defender Brian Small uh, joined the Everton Academy from West Brom at the age of 11 uh, under 18's debut against uh, Sunderland in February of last year so less than 12 months ago uh, under 23's debut was in October and his first under 23's goal was against West Ham last month so that is December um, and born on the 1st of August 2004 so now our youngest ever player um, and terrific to, to see the young lads being given a chance because I mean I've been a bit critical on this about the likes of Anthony Gordon not getting a crack and Niels and Conky when you think actually he'd be the man to come into standing for Luca Dean um, you know not being given those opportunities in the, in the league really uh, but then on the last Big Ben Godfrey's come and done you know performed brilliantly uh, in, in Luca Dean's absence uh, I must just mention before we go on um, BT Sports coverage of the game last night which was um, great to see Steve McManaman had taken his bullshit pills before he came on uh, discussing the well what do what, they want to bring um, Luca Dean back in for this oh it's a big risk you know I'm thinking no it isn't we know how good Luca Dean is he's the best like, attacking left back in the league on current form he comes into the team if he is fit for Leicester on, on Wednesday and I don't know where BT Sport if you watched it where they got the crowd noise from it was like it was like they got the crowd noise from an episode of Get Your Own Back in 1997 I was expecting Dave Benson Phillips to appear to do the, the match announcements um, speaking of which my mate Graham White, who is the Everton uh, announcer, I must give him a little shout out because I did text him straight after the game to say, "Well done, mate, for uh, dropping a bit of Guy Mitchell in there and singing the blues at the moment." The full time whistle blew. That was a that was a lovely touch. Um, obviously, we move on uh, to a big two weeks. Um, games coming thick and fast over the course of the next couple of weeks, so it is going to test the squad a little bit. Um, Leicester on Wednesday. Uh, Newcastle on Saturday now the Leicester game is going to be I think it's going to be a fantastic game two teams trying to play really good football Leicester in sparkling form at the minute um, doing really well obviously went top of the league briefly last week and that's going to be a real marker for where we're at and also this is a big two weeks in terms of the season this could be I don't want to hesitate to put make or break on it but but it could define where what we're in the scrap for come sort of mid-February into March Um in terms of what well, are we going to be in the in the really in the fight for the Champions League places, or are we going to be sort of Europa League uh, places? Obviously, it sounds like Chelsea are in all sorts of trouble. It sounds like they're going to sack Frank Lampard today, as I record this, with Thomas Tuchel coming in. Um, so it's all there; it is there for us. But this next couple of weeks is, is big. Obviously, Leicester Wednesday, then we've got Newcastle, who are in a dreadful uh, run of form at the minute uh, on Saturday. A vulture circling over Steve Bruce there. Um, Leeds next week and then a big one against United at Goodison uh, sorry at Old Trafford I should say uh, on the 8th of February when which is the date that Alan's return has been has been penciled in for and then of course the FA Cup fifth round game which more than likely uh, is going to be against Spurs short of a, a, a a miracle from Wickham uh, tonight as I record this but it's a massive massive thing now obviously we are going to have a bit of, you know we are missing a big cog in the wheel on Wednesday Abdoulaye Decore suspended but hopefully that's an opportunity for maybe Mason Holgate to be pushed forward into a midfield uh, position obviously Tom Davis you assume will come into the team as well and it's a, a real it's an opportunity uh, for those players but it's it's going to be a game of tactics obviously you know how exacting Brendan Rodgers can be um, and you know the way that those games are going to be played but we beat them 
uh, obviously at uh, at the King Power in uh, in in December before Christmas and obviously you know why can't we come and beat them at home uh, it's a it's a big game and it'll you know when you're looking at we're six points off the top of the league with two games in hand um you know this is a huge opportunity to really claw back get claw back some of those points without utilizing the game in hand by beating a team that we are really uh, competing against so it's uh, you know it, it's massive i don't think it can be overstated how big this this couple of weeks is um you know and uh, nobody's asked me I was thinking about this yesterday about uh, do I genuinely think we can challenge for the league obviously it's, we've been mentioned in passing and certain pundits have, have said no and it probably is a little bit much but the way this season is like the season that Leicester won the league back in 2016 it's this, it, it, the, the you know the way that teams are in and out of form um, you know or, or have been at various points of the season there is a chance for us there we've had our, a bad patch and we've been relatively consistent since sort of mid-November mid to late November Um and we need to keep that consistency now rolling. We had our bad patch, had a great start, bad patch, and now hopefully we've had our blip and we can continue to really just chug along and pick up points consistently through till the end of the season. Uh, but we shall see. Episode 36 will be coming your way uh, after the Leicester game on Wednesday night. Uh, if you want to get in touch before then, feel free at NMTVPod on Twitter or you can email me NMTVPod at gmail.com. So from myself and Ted the Cat, who is still sat here but has not bothered to make an appearance, lazy oik, I will see you on Wednesday. Come on, you blues. Mm-hmm.